the territory of being famous. Yeah. yeah, I think most celebrities have to deal with people getting obsessed with them and hanging out in front of their house. Does that trouble you, living in a place like Los Angeles? Well, it happens to me everywhere, even places I don't live, so... I mean, people that are really into you follow you wherever you go, when you're on tour, when you're traveling around and stuff. I see the same people everywhere. Not psychos or anything like that, but just fans, like kind of obsessive fans. They sort of go everywhere you go. Like you're like in one part of the world, you go somewhere else, you're like, oh my God, this person is standing in the front row of the concert. You know, you're in South America, then you go to France and they're there too. Then you go to Israel, they're there too. Then you go to Australia and they're there too. It's like, God, don't they have to work? But uh, it just comes with the territory. I don't really think about it. I don't, if I think about it too much, I think, you know, I w it would bother me. What's up, everybody? This is Guillermo Diaz, and you are listening to MLBC, the Madonna podcast. Your place to feel it on my fingertips, hear it on my window pane. For all things Madonna Louise, Veronica Chacon. Hey guys, I'm Tony, and I'm going to dress you up in my love. And <laughs> hello, everyone. I'm Stefan, and Boy, oh boy, do we have a treat for y'all today. That's right, you heard correctly at the open of the show just now. In the studio today with us is none other than Mr. Scandal himself, Mr. Guillermo Diaz. Guillermo, welcome. <laughs> thank welcome, you, thank Guillermo. you. More, more, please. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> welcome to the Maxi Pad in Brooklyn, where we're recording today. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure to have you, Guillermo. I... Originally, you got on my radar back in 1995 with what I feel is uh, one of the most iconic independent movies of all time, Party Girl. Uh, it's really, literally quite possibly one of my most favorite movies ever. I was in, in college. I was constantly quoting it with friends, and it's given me an appreciation for falafel and... Uh, so I uh, seltzer, seltzer. Right. <laughs> I was watching a little Lady bit. Bunny. I'm watching Lady it a little Bunny. bit of it last night, and it, I honestly think it still holds up. And it's such a great little time capsule of like that time of New York yes. City and and partying and clubs. And yes. I mean, they have delight on the soundtrack. It's amazing, you know. Yeah. Um, and so we'll get to party girl. I do have a couple okay. party girl questions. We'll get to that in a second. But um, for. All of our listeners out there who might not know who Guillermo Diaz is, shame on you. He's a big Madonna fan. Yes, huge, huge, huge Madonna fan. Um, after Party Girl, uh, he was in a slew of projects. I mean, so many that we can't even list all of them because we just don't have the time. Uh, but you might know him in projects such as Half Baked. Uh, he was on Chappelle's show, Sopranos, I obviously Scandal on ABC. Stonewall. Right. Uh, he's been on Law and, Order, Law and Order SVU, Girls, Broad City, RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, God, Guillermo, you've been fucking busy. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh, it's yeah. a, uh, I, I do want to focus on one sp particular year, though, in your career. And the, the year is 2008. Uh, in 2008, you starred in a movie titled The Candy Shop hmm. with Omar Gooding. Now, uh. that same year, Guillermo... A certain pop star named Madonna released her album Hard Candy, and on that album was a song called Candy Shop. Coincidence? Oh, God. Well, listen, the song is much better than the movie. <laughs> so go buy 
Hard Candy and don't go see that movie. <laughs> I don't think you can anywhere. I literally anywhere. was looking at your film credits and I was like, wait, he's in a movie called The Candy Shop. That's and I was like, what? While we're on the topic, though, I want to know what you think about Candy Shop being such a repeat offender in the last three tours. I think it's freaking great. My favorite um, version of Candy Shop is when she does it on the MDNA tour. Oh, the erotic, erotic, erotic candy, candy yes. shop. Oh, so, so More like good. loungy, late night type of vibe. Yes, and Brahim, like her oh, ex-boyfriend. ex-boyfriend yeah, we, right. we, don't, we don't trade in salacious gossip. Oh, on this. no, no, so. no. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even <laughs> think about it. Isn't he the one that Unapologetic Bitch is about? Is it? I hear it. Oh, oh really? Oh, I thought that song was about me. Uh, uh, duh. <laughs> uh, the song was recorded before she laid eyes on you. Oh, true, true. <laughs> um, but of course, and of course, Candy Shop when she opens the Sticking Sweet Tour mm-hmm. with it is so good with her leg over the you know the I love that. of the chair. Yeah, so good. So crotch. So good. It's all about crotch. Yes. That, pose. that that it's uh yeah it's a lot of fun. Do you think Candy Shop will be making an appearance in the Madame X tour? Oh man, I don't know. I hope so. I hope it does, and I hope she's wearing a trench coat. And high ass heels when it comes on. <laughs> <laughs> well, so speaking of the Madame X tour, uh, as everyone should be aware, the Queen goes back on tour starting this coming week. We are, it is a fever pitch of excitement uh, in the Madonna verse. Um, the to commemorate the opening of the show, uh, they thank you, Live Nation, for listening to us. Uh, they have brought back the Madonna pop up shop in good old West Chelsea. Um, I have already been raped and pillaged from the pop up shop. Uh, Same. Oh, did you go? <laughs> yes, I went yesterday. And in the afternoon, I got two shot glasses. Nice. Three t shirts. Um, I didn't get the jacket. I'm going to go back and get the jacket, though. I think I had that same moment that Stefan was telling me about of like, oh, I love it, but I'm not sure if I'm going to get it yet. And yeah, because it's, li- it's a big chunk of change. But I can't pay. stop thinking about it, so I'm probably going to go <laughs> no, back and get that's it. That's what happened. I yeah. literally I had went to the pop-up shop, tried the jacket on, was like, no, this is too much money. I can't. I got to pay rent. And so <laughs> I... I went to the gym. I put. I just took a couple pictures with the jacket on. I was like, "Oh, this will be fine. I'll be able." And that was the worst thing, putting the jacket on because I had those pictures and I was looking at it at my workout. My workout was shit that day because I just was focusing on the fucking jacket. <laughs> and I, you know, what? I blame Madonna and Desperately Seeking Susan for oh, yes. for jacket fetish that yes, I have because yes. I swear to God, how they obsess over that pyramid jacket and desperately seeking Susan Mm -hmm. it must just have gotten implanted in my brain are they taking trade-ins at the pop-up shop could you trade your shoes in oh that would have been great trade (laughs) trade my flashy my shoe my boots in oh my god those boots oh my god I like the boots those boots (laughs) I would you know I gotta have this jacket Oh my god yeah I was obsessed with that jacket Um, I was actually I went to the pop-up shop when I was there oogling the jacket there was a fan from London who had flown in some uh, to see the original opening of the show, but then it got canceled. Uh, and he had handmade uh, a jacket that looked, I mean, it was flawlessly done. And I was like, wow. oh my God, where did you get this jacket? He's like, oh, I made it myself. I'm like, that's oh impressive. And it looked exactly like it. It wow. was so good. Did he have the single earring? Yes. Um, Nefertiti. Nefertiti. No shit. No shit. <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Good. But yeah, so so you didn't you're gonna go back and buy the jacket then. I'm gonna go back and probably get the jacket and get a few more t-shirts, yeah. Oh, you're stocking up. Yeah, man. Well, I'm getting them for friends too. I got not it. just for me. Well, yeah. and then that way you don't have to I mean the good thing about the pop shop for us here is that you, you get them and then you don't have to worry about getting them at the concert, you know. Totally, which and is he, such a mess. Here's yeah. hoping that there's gonna be pop-up shops or any of the corresponding cities where she will be on tour. If I hope so. I mean, yeah. it's kind of a fun thing to sort of go and be in this little store that's dedicated completely to Madonna. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, I spoke to the woman that sort of runs it and works for Live Nation, mm-hmm. and she said that probably. I asked her if there's going to be pop-ups, you know, around the world, and she said probably not. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, but she she agreed that she thought it was a good idea. It would be a good idea. I mean, it's mostly because, well, obviously they're going to be selling the 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 merchandise at the venues for the concert, right? But also because. Live Nation owns that space that they do the pop-up exactly. shop. So it's not like they have to, in, in other cities, unless there was a Live Nation space, they'd have, have to, to rent it. For a space. And they just, yeah. I mean, I yeah. mean, they want to give that money to Madonna, not to the yeah. not to the real estate okay. agent who's yeah. going to be renting out the space, yeah. you know. What about the the the, the uh, paintings that she signed? Did you see those? Yes. Part of me is like, maybe I need to invest in that, right? I mean, it's it's signed. It's not I know her it's really artwork, expensive. though. That's the only thing. Right. It's like, but they look good. Yeah. It's but, May Couture, right? Is that yeah, the, yeah. the artist? And it's, I think. I mean, they're beautiful, but yeah, they're expen- made my jacket look cheap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's fun that you went. I yeah. Were you flogged by fans? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm sure that there everyone probably so knew who you were. Yeah. were. Were you like in the selfie booth? I kept showing my, my tattoo to everybody. I didn't do the selfie booth. Maybe, oh, okay. maybe next time I go, I'll do yeah. it. Oh, yes. So everyone, if you don't know, Guillermo Diaz has an absolutely gorgeous Madonna tattoo on his arm. Uh, it's from the sex book. It's yes. from the sex book, yeah. Wait, I haven't seen it. Let me see oh, it. Let's, uh, let's see. Yes, it's the picture of... So if, if you're in the sex book, it, it's the scene where she's in the club with that German guy from the Deeper and Deeper she's video. She's on her knees. Udo, Udo Kier. Yes. Udo Kier and Daniel De La Falaise. And I she, love that you yeah, know his name. And she's she's on her knees in that in that gown and she's holding the writing crop. Yeah, and the diamonds too. Tony, yes. Guillermo's shaming me for not knowing yes. the name of that. And everyone, you couldn't see that he was shaming me. But um, just so you know... I can name check pretty much anyone that was in the sex book yeah. and I've actually met some of the people that were in the really? sex book. Tony's here to provide... The, the facts and I'm here to provide emotional support. Okay? I have a funny story about the, the sex book. You know, she saw, she shot it at the Gaiety, mm-hmm. which is this sort of, uh, you know, kind of raunchy, very underground, um, gay, I don't know if you would call it a club. but Yeah, I, I was there because they closed in the early 2000s, but I moved here in 99 and I remember going there specifically to see what went down. It was on 45th and Broadway. Yes. It was next to the Howard Johnsons. Yes, and it's upstairs. Through. You have yeah. to you pay like ten dollars, and you go. It smelled like. Oh, I can only imagine what you it's. Go oh, they, they must have bleached the shit out of that place yeah, every morning. I went there a couple of times too. You, you could buy juice. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like theater seating, mm-hmm. and you watch a Go Go Boy come out and do a little dance, and then yeah, it's anyway. very very open your heart. I just wanted to say I was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you, was Tony. Yeah, and, and you know, I walked in thinking I was going to have this like Stephen. Sex book experience, and it was like not, not even close. This was <laughs> when I went, it was way before the sex book even mm-hmm. came out. I was just like a horny, you know. Oh, you were there, you were there, you were, you were event, event, you were sort of looking for party spaces. Exactly. You know, you, you no, heard, I was horny. <laughs> yeah, and the walk up those stairs is very shameful going up and going down. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Guillermo, are you seeing the Rebel Heart? Rebel Heart Tour. Where am I? Unbelievable. Wrong, wrong, wrong era. era. Wrong era. Um, are you seeing the Madame X show? 
I am. I'm okay. going to see it on November 20th in Los Angeles. So, um, have you have you seen shows at the Wiltern Theater before? Because I have not, and I'm curious how small, how big it is. Yeah, I have. I've never been to the Wiltern, and I, I I have no idea what the venue was like. I saw a couple of pictures. It's pretty mm-hmm. small. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I mean, it's like a, it's, she's doing all like Broadway style houses. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So they're, yeah, they're, yeah, I think yeah. they're about three thousand. All the way down. Okay. Mm. Yeah, 3,000 people. Um, so you're, are you excited? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you dress up for Madonna uh, shows or you just... Uh, I don't. I always want to and then I always end up just wearing like, same. you know, black dickies and a black t-shirt. Yeah, same. So you won't yeah. have your, your Madam X eye patch on I'm or? thinking that I want my barber to shave an X in my head, which that I would, might that do. That would be yeah. fun. If I'm not shooting at the moment and my hair has to look a certain mm-hmm. way, you know, and I can't have a freaking X right, on my I can't head, have a Madonna. then I'll do it. But Yeah. So I think I'm going to do that. She's also announced a couple of new shows. There's going to be a few shows in San Francisco, including a Halloween one. Which yes, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. And for all you Chicago land people, there's going to be a couple extra shows added. Yes, so good. I mean, hey, I love that there's demand for for Madame X and uh, for you know the fans in San Francisco that were previously unable to go see. Hopefully, and I'll, you know, hopefully also we were you know at the pop up shop. I was running into a bunch of fans who had flown in from. Canada and other parts of the country for the opening and because of the kerfuffle with the delay they aren't able to go now and yes. so hopefully maybe like because of where Chicago and San Francisco are maybe some people will be able to go and it'll mm. it'll rectify a little bit of injustice for right, them right. so rectify uh, my love yeah <laughs> um but the one thing I did want to mention about seeing the Madame X show is the, the big announcement this week. Uh, the email came out that there will be no cell phones allowed mm-hmm. at any of the shows, or at least the first couple shows in New York. I'm not sure if it's a, a concert-wide. No, it is all? I get Google alerts. Uh, I don't know if you guys do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Coliseum in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, it's, it's around every, you know, every local newspaper has, you know, devoted uh, space to this. And I think it's funny, you know, like the Las Vegas, whatever examiner, it's like no phones at Madonna show at Coliseum. <laughs> yeah. And it's really created a bit of a, like I was looking at some of the Madonna fan sites and people are outraged that they can't go uh, to a Madonna show, watch the concert through their phone and have some shitty pictures to remember the right? experience by. I'm like, I, I get it. You know, like some people are sort of upset because they fear, well, they're paying this much money. They should be able to take video and pictures. No. But at the same time, I'm like, nobody complains about this when they go see Hamilton. Yep, exactly. Ste- totally. But you guys, the thing is, is a lot of these people have never been to a concert without a phone. Yes. So yeah. Right, exactly. They don't know what it's like to um, cry into your newly purchased T-shirt at the Blonde Ambition show. Yeah. You know? right. I mean, exactly. Like, I think for Drown World Tour, I had a stupid, in- like, instantaneous little box camera that I had to go get, like, developed at the local CVS <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't whatever. even dare. I was so scared I'd get in trouble. Well, I figured that's why I brought a, a, a disposable camera because I figured I'm not bringing in an actual camera because if they don't let it in and they take it right. from me, I'll be pissed. But I was like, a $10 disposable camera from the local drugstore. I'm like, I don't care. I'll, right, like, I think right. I can throw that out. Yeah. And honestly, the pictures are so shitty. I was like, I shouldn't have even bothered. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> what's the point? So, so the system that's been proposed, oh, that's actually going to be used, is called Yonder, uh, adopted by Live Nation and the Madame X Goon Squad. So what you have to do is uh, when you get in there, they give you, like, like a little phone case with, a, with a, a, a snap. So you put your phone in there, there's a snap, and you can't open the case 
without like a key. It's a magnet, I think. It's a magnet, yeah. So you can't access your phone the entire time, uh, which is great. You know, right. I mean, so if, tell the babysitter if if, 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 if the yeah. kids act up while you're out of, out watching Madonna, you're shit out of luck. Yeah. So yeah, put your phone on silence, and then there's going to be a designated phone. There's phone areas, stations, stations, I believe, yeah. set up in the BAM. Hopefully that there'll be like little pictures of Madonna that you can look at while you're <laughs> charging or checking messages or yeah, like like you know like those um those like boards with like holes you know where you could stick your face in you oh know? yeah that'd be yeah. fun yeah you can be like it's like a madame x like cardboard cutout mm-hmm. you can you can become <laughs> madame x while you're charging your phone that'd be fun yeah. um yeah I but was, yeah no phones no phones i was actually i had i texted a couple friends because i'm like people are so upset about this no phone policy i bet you that i can get them on something else so i texted a couple people saying uh, oh yeah oh you were one of them tony yeah. i was like oh my god did you hear she now has a dress code for the show i'm like no shorts and guys have to wear button-down shirts. And literally people were like, <laughs> what? Freaking out. And I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. She did. But like, I was just trying to like yeah. build on that because like people were so upset over this no phone thing. I was like, they'll believe anything at this yeah. point. So yeah. That phone thing is, is common practice in LA when you go to certain premieres. It's really easy. They yeah. just take your, they watch you turn your phone off. You put it in the thing and they give it back to you in the sack. And if you need to use your phone, go back outside. They'll open it up and put it back in when you go back in the venue and it's not a big deal. Yeah, people, life goes on. Yeah. <laughs> Please, we're all old enough to remember we saw most of our Madonna concerts without our phones. And, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, well, actually speaking on that, so we have Guillermo Diaz here with us, if you're just joining us on the podcast. And um, we... You can't just tune in. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not like a live radio show. Yeah. Well, maybe they fast forward, you know? Like, maybe they're like, maybe it gets good a half an hour in or yeah. something. They're like, when are they going to let Guillermo talk? <laughs> <laughs> Plenty. Uh, so, so let's talk about Nikki and Donna. We all went to see them a couple of nights ago. Yes. Uh, in case you had seen us on our Instagram, uh, backup singers Nikki and Donna were at Come On Everybody in Brooklyn uh, for a little special. F- well, it wasn't a, f- a Madonna fan night because they were mostly doing original material, but they did treat us to a rousing rendition of Rain. And they then did like people were shouting at them to sing other Madonna songs. And so they did a couple bars of like causing a commotion. And what was the other Express one? Express yourself. Express yourself. Yeah. yeah. Some, I heard some people in the front row saying, do this, do this. And, then, and Nikki was just like, was honey, like, we want to do the ones we know. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, let's. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so did Guillermo tell us, did you enjoy the experience? I did. It was great. It was awesome. You know, you hooked me up. I, I found out about it because Donna Delory uh, posted something and, and I saw it. And But it, the, the show was sold out. So Stefan was kind enough to tell me, you know, to go anyway and he would get me in. And I, I yeah, it was it was an amazing experience. It was super fun. Yeah, you like snuck yeah. up to the side of the yeah. show. Like you were basically yeah. on stage with them. Yeah, yeah. And then and then the great thing is they did a meet and greet for everyone at the end where you got to meet them and take a picture with them. And, you know, I bought one of Nikki's uh, dance CDs and she signed that and a picture of, of Nikki and Donna. And yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was great that they took as much time as they yeah. did. Like literally, I think they were there for like an hour and a half after they performed to make sure that they oh, greeted yeah. and signed and took pictures with every mm-hmm. single fan that was at the venue. Mm-hmm. It was really good of them to do that. Like yeah. most people would be like, after 15 minutes, they're like, all right, see right. ya. Yep. I'm out. No, not them. Because I mean, even from when, from when they were on stage performing, they have a very generous vibe. You know, they they wanted to include you in their love fest, which I was more than willing to, you know? Yeah, except for when Madonna wanted Nikki to say hi to Marty. 
<laughs> Nikki, aren't you going to say hi to Marty? I'm going to have a drinks with my family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But yeah, it was great. They did a bunch of um, original material, and I thought the crowd seemed really into it, and they think that they're probably going to you know, try to do more shows. Hopefully they'll visit some other cities like Los Angeles, maybe Chicago. I'm not quite sure like where they're based or where they're like looking to go. But um, it, it seemed like it was a positive experience for them and for the fans, mm-hmm. uh, which was good. It was kind of trippy to meet them and be in the same space. Yeah. As, like Again, like with Madonna, it's like these women, I mean, they're in one of the best rock documentaries that exists in the world. Mm-hmm. And the fact, you know, and then they have just these great experiences of having like, gone on tour with Madonna multiple times. So it's just like, uh, it's kind of crazy. And they've lived a blessed life and they look fantastic. Yeah, they look great. But let's talk about how great they sound. Nikki's voice is from the heavens. It's so good. And uh, Donna, I mean, to me, they're so recognizable in in my brain. I'm sure in your brain too, when you hear their voices, it's like, it just... Snapped in your head, and Guillermo was crying at one moment. I, t- <laughs> I, I think when rain, the opening night notes of rain started, I turned around and he had a couple like a hanky. I was kind of holding back tears at, at, at one point, so you're, um, you're not 100 percent wrong. Not me. I was openly <laughs> weeping through. <seven laughs> no, there, there was a time when they were, you know, they were doing uh, "You're All I Need to Get By," and they're talking about the, how deep their friendship is, and it really resonated with me. It's you know. You know, you're a lifelong best friend, you know, and, and, and also when their voices join together, it, it, you know, it takes you to another world. So I have no friends. <laughs> oh, stop it. That's a lie. You mean you have no friends to sing with? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You do, well, that could change. There's still time. You're a young man, you know, like, who, who knows? it could be the second phase of your career, you know? Um, but yeah, it was, it was really great to sort of be there and see that. And I, uh, I do hope that they, uh, you know, continue on with, little fan events like that because it would be great. I think they will. I think they feel the love and they appreciate it. And and we want to, we, you know, we've all wanted an experience like this with them. So I, I think they will. And the house was packed. Yeah. It was packed. packed. Yeah. Good for yeah. them. Um, so Guillermo. Yes. It's all about you now. It's all about you. Yes. Turning, turning the attention to our special guest. Um, tell us what was your very first touch with the queen of pop Madonna? <laughs> Well, it, it was the first concert I went to, actually. I was invited to go to the Blonde Ambition concert. And had you heard her, though? Like I had, yeah. I had heard her, and I'd seen her videos. And, you know, I thought she was kind of uh, intimidating when I first saw her, um, just in her videos and stuff. And I really wasn't that into her. I was like, you know, it was the early 80s, and I was like, who is this woman? She's so bold and, like, sexual. And it kind of scared me, but... Um, <laughs> Which is weird, right? But and then and then I went to the Blonde Ambition concert in, at, at Nassau Coliseum. Oh wow! Oh nice. Yeah, Veterans. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I remember specifically seeing, uh, watching her do "Like a Virgin," and thinking, I have never seen anything. And everyone in the space, you could feel the energy of everyone being like, "We have never seen anything like this before in our lives." And it was electric and emotional. It was. Crazy! It was so amazing, and I just fell in love with her from from that point on. Were your seats good for Blonde Ambition? No, they were they were pretty high up, but it yeah. didn't matter. No, you know I still loved it. And what merch did you buy? I bought the the one white T shirt where you, it's just of her face and her hair is covering one eye. Yes, and the, the writing is an the, orange. From the Express Yourself video. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. That one. Oh, um, yeah. Actually, there was because there was those two. It's 
it was the close-up face one, right, of her. Yes, with that one. Because I have the one of her turning her head over the shoulder um, where everyone, like, if you, when I was wearing it at 16, people thought she was fully naked on it. Yes, like, so people yes. would just be staring, thinking, yeah. but I'm like, no, you can't see her breasts, her, yeah. her back, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, like also in the tour book, there's that same image. My younger brother and his dumb friends would sneak it out of my room and open it up so they could look at side boob and God knows. You know what, what they would do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it sticky and sweet after right. they returned yeah, it? Was. Ew. Uh, <laughs> talking yeah. about talking about bleaching shit. Yeah, I hope that I hope that's been fumigated. Anyway, so your life changed after seeing Madonna at the Blonde Ambition tour. Yes. Yeah. Tell, tell us. So, like, but, I, and I know that you've had umpteenth interactions with Madonna since since then, right? I mean, I, yeah. you've, you've sort of gone to every... I think you said on Ellen, you've seen every show since Blonde since Ambition. Since Blonde Ambition, yeah. Uh, what was, like, out of your all of, out of all of those shows, what was, like, your highlight shows? Did you have, like, moments where, like, you'd gone up and you were, like, super close and you touched her and yeah. she sweated on you? Yeah, and- well, I, I was born and raised in New York City in Washington Heights and... and um, in the 90s, I used to work for a photo stock agency for the, for the youngins that are listening to the show. Where Back in the day, we had session photographers that would shoot photo shoots or uh, do paparazzi work. And, and I was in charge of filing all the pictures, all the slides or the actual 8x10s. And everyone in the, in, at my job knew that I was a huge Madonna fan. And one of the photographers, I remember his name, his name is Steve Eichner, was, was going to go shoot the girly show. And he said, Guillermo, I'm going to bring you and you're going to be my camera assistant. No way. And oh he br- yeah, he brought me to the show, put a camera around my neck. And back in the day, the I think that she still does it. Photographers, they would let them go in the pit yeah. uh-huh. to shoot her for the first three songs. They couldn't shoot the opening song, so I didn't see Erotica. But after Erotica, then for three songs, I got to be in the pit. But those remember, are the best songs of the yeah, show. Yeah, those songs are yeah. amazing. Fever. Yes, yes. Vogue. Vogue. And Rain. And what was, yes. Was it? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, that's a, that's a yeah. trio of fucking great yeah. songs. But I remember getting to Madison Square Garden and being there with my, with, you know, with the photographer, the actual photographer and, and like maybe 15 other photographers and, and uh, Liz Rose, Rosenberg, right? Mm, yes. Liz Rosenberg was there and was looking at all of us and giving us all our, our passes and she handed me one and I was like, oh my God. And uh, yeah, we did, they walked us to the pit and Madonna came out and I was the only person in the pit yelling, Madonna, Madonna. <laughs> and everybody was kind of looking at me like, what the hell is this photographer freaking out about? But I had an actual camera, like I said, and I, would, I had to act like I was taking pictures. So I took a bunch of pictures and one of them came out really good. It's a close up of her, of her face, the, the side of her face. And I have it in my in my house it's an amazing shop but that was like the the you know the sort of most special experience at least in the beginning that i had with madonna that's just, a, well so then yeah. after you were done taking pictures did you stay in the pit no no they walked us back out so oh, i, I didn't get to see the rest of the girly show uh oh, you just had to leave we yeah they just walked oh. us out of the venue you yeah. think that they'd like let you stay off, off to the side or something yeah, yeah. Oh. No, no but still it was so well, worth i mean it. that's an amazing yeah but that yeah. was like a for reals uh Close encounter of the Chaconi kind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, touche, Tony. How long have you been holding on to that one? I just came out. This is what, episode 16 now? Yeah. Is just came out. Yeah. But then we're working at this photo stock agency. We, you know, the photographers were always getting leads that she was going to be in a certain place. Or I remember she went to a, a Keith Herring benefit. It was at a bank, mm-hmm. a very small event. And Keith's uh, 
uh, mother was there. And I think one of his siblings was there. Um, and the photographer was like, hey, Madonna's going to be here. Come with me. And I went with him. And that's sort of the second time that I saw her up close. And she just walked in and the photographer swarmed her and she put her face in her hands and just kept her, her face in her hands for like, you know, like a minute and then went and kissed Keith Haring's mother and talked to her for a second and then left. But, um, yeah. Wow. Nice. And so, um, when, so after uh, Girly Show, obviously, Drown World Tour, yeah. did, you know, like, what were some of, like, the better shows that you've, or mm. did you have a favorite tour of hers, maybe? Yeah, I really love Reinvention, the Reinvention Tour. I, I, I got tickets to, to, the, to that tour, and the seats weren't great. But it, there, there was something that had happened. Madonna was sick for the first, like, show or two and they had to cancel a show so something happened that not a lot of folks showed up to the front in the the show that I was at so one of Madonna's people went up to the bleachers and was like who's a true Madonna fan I was like me (laughs) and she handed me and my boyfriend at the time front row seats so I got to see the whole reinvention tour like oh my god so not the fan pits that were on the stage but just the literal like front row literal front row wow oh so you had a bird's eye view of nobody knows me i sure did oh my gosh yes yes and were you taking pictures at that show or not at all i didn't even have a camera no i want to see i want to experience shit you know beyond my cell phone like screw that like you know the memory is embedded in my in my brain i don't want to you know, be distracted by a, a phone or something else. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. was your highlight of uh, reinvention tour? Do you have like a favorite I, number or, really, or, for, or for any show for yeah. that matter? Like, are there numbers that you're like, I oh love this God. one the most or yeah. that? Who do you think you're talking to? I have so <laughs> many. Well, for reinvention, oddly enough, it's not one that a lot of people talk about, but uh, frozen, mm-hmm. which is yeah. just her standing there. Mm-hmm. Simply the lighting is amazing. And, and, it was just her singing Frozen, and I, I loved it, loved it so, so much. And, of course, you know, when she opens the show, even before she comes out, the whole Beast Within yeah. intro. It was heavy. Uh, I mean, that was just like, it was such yeah. a seer. And the film that she's yes, using. All that gossip about God. Yeah. And <laughs> she says that. I, mean, I was just happy that the Beast Within made another appearance. In my yes. Life, you know? Yes, which was such a highlight from a girly show. Mm-hmm. When, uh, yeah, the two dancers. Was, who was it? Carlton and... Uh, I forget his name. Shit. And I follow him on Instagram. Was it Luca Tomasini? Oh, it was Luca. Yeah. It was oh my Luca. God. Tony, uh-huh. how do you do it? He has Luca Tony Tomasini. just retains yep. such information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ama- He's an elephant. <laughs> uh, is that what I am? So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that, that was an amazing number because it was Madonna addressing Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm, it sure was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then, let's see. Confessions? Confessions, confessions, right? Confessions. We have. Was there a favorite? Where were you for the confessions yeah. tour? I had front, really, front row again. I for I went twice, and for the second time I went, I had front row. I was like wow. on the side of the runway, right? And right, it's the right. first time I thought she's tiny, like she was tiny. Mm-hmm. I don't know at what point of the tour that was, but she was really. She had lost a lot of weight. I mean, she looked amazing, she's but of course, fit. you're performing. Yeah. You know, for how many months? She looked And plus snatched. she broke that arm. I feel like, I don't yes. know, she lost a lot of weight when she broke her arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she looked amazing. And I, yeah, so I, I went twice. And and Future Lovers, the mm-hmm. opening is one of my favorites. And f- <laughs> we were just talking about before we started the, the podcast that 
um, these guys were telling me that she doesn't really come out of the disco ball. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I really thought she was in that freaking disco yeah, ball. Yeah, we actually time. burst. Like, we we, we, burst told, we told Guillermo there, that Santa Claus isn't real today. Oh, man. He, up until now, he literally thought she descended from the disco globe, from the ceiling. And unfortunately, if you've not heard us say this before, she does not come down from the ceiling. She goes up from the bottom from through the through the catwalk floor. I'm um, such a dumbass. But I should okay. have known that. But it's Madonna. Just, but She's just not so you know, she thing. does come down for real in the cage in Rebel Heart Tour. That actually is her. It's not like a it's not like a little Madonna hologram in the cage. Guillermo. When she comes, she comes. She's on the disco ball in Girly Show too, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sitting exactly. on the disco ball. Was there a uh, was secure? There a, was there a secure wire on her? I don't. It didn't seem like there was. I always worried about her coming down. Like, did, was there any any show with like a technical difficulty where, she right, where she's like, like s- off? holding on for yeah. dear life? As you the know disco her, ball. man. She rehearsed that shit a million mm. times. There's no way she was going to be. Yeah. Well, it was like like that. when I saw her on Confessions, and I've always marveled at like I'm like. When she was on Like a Virgin, on that oh, up, yeah. up in the air, on doing yes, acrobats yes. on a on a pole on a saddle, I'm like, yeah. well, how is she not falling off this thing? But yeah. same thing, like the disco ball. I'm like, I was nervous because I did not see a safety wire, <laughs> and uh, I was like, that's pretty brazen. You know, of you know, for Britney, they'll strap that bitch in. They're like, this one is gonna fall over. They strap. Oh, oh, okay. She's you know, got straps and handles so, on her wrist, but, and you know, you guys know that Madame X is an aerialist, right? <laughs> Uh, but, okay, speaking of Britney, I was going to bring this up a little later. Uh, for all of you who don't know, Guillermo Diaz was actually in a Britney Spears video. He was in the I Want to Go, Oh, Oh video. And, um, Guillermo, uh, for the first, I want to I want to say, how the hell have you not been in a Madonna video? Uh, You've been in I a Britney video and not in a Madonna video? Well, and like, I also was in a Beyonce video. Oh, I think I did read that. Uh, Which yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. It, the, it's called On, on the, the Run. Run. And it was like a little movie, and it was she actually made it part of her tour. Mm-hmm. So I was oh, on it was that when whole her tour. Jay Z went on tour. Yes. yes, and it was me and Sean Penn, oh. which is a you know six exactly thing. Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, I love Don Jake. Cheadle. I love Jake. Yeah, but the Britney thing, it was you know the director was a fan of Weeds. I did a show called Weeds, and um, he was a fan of that. And Mary he, Louise, Mary Louise Parker. Yes, Mary Louise Parker. I had, I had drinks with Mary Louise Parker back in the day. Did you? She, she did a special talk at the acting school that I used to manage. Oh, no way. And all the students were like, let's go out with Mary Louise. And I'm like, I, I will chaperone her to make sure none of them get out of control. And like, it was, they were like fawning over her. It was like, wow. I was like, please don't touch her. I bet she hated that. Oh, she I'm, was, she was actually like, having a good time. Was, I was like, Mary yeah. Louise, are you okay? Do you want to leave? And she's just like, no, this is fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> nice. I had a hard time separating her from her weeds character and that uh, clear plastic iced coffee cup. Yes, yes, but a straw. <laughs> I'm, uh, that being said, I miss that show a lot. <laughs> but that director, the director of the I Want to Go video, was a fan of weeds and of half, a movie I did called Half-Baked. And so I was just supposed to be in the very beginning of the, of the video when Britney kind of references a scene that I did in the movie when I say F you, F can you curse on this podcast? Yes. Yeah, we've been cursing last time. Fuck you, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. you, that whole thing. And, and then she points to me and I stand up. And Anyway, but the day before, the night before, they called and said the guy that was supposed to be the lead in the video dropped out. Will you be that guy? And so I was like, so, you know, it just sort of all happened very unexpectedly. And next thing I know, I'm in this car pouring milk over myself. Oh, my God, that scene is brilliant. Brittany, <laughs> looking at me. 
Yeah, it was amazing. She she looked at you like you were crazy. Yeah, because I was. It was because yeah. you were supposed to pour the milk. That was planned. Oh right? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, because you had yeah, told, you never know. You yeah. Had, well, you had told me a little part that I didn't know that was unplanned when you were in Party Girl. There's that infamous scene after. Mary reorganizes all of Leo's records by the Dewey Decimal System, and Leo has to get to the club on time. And he's like, what the fuck? All these records are out of order. And she's like, uh, Leo, these are organized by the Dewey Decimal System. Mm-hmm. And he, she, she's like, we, let's, let's just use the system. And it's like, it doesn't work out. It's, yes. just, it's high hilarity. And so she's helping you pull records. And he's like, okay, what records do you need? And you just start listing out this all these different records, and one of them is Up Down Sweet by Madonna. And I remember when I heard that in Party Girl, I was like, oh, my God, Madonna. They were mentioned. I'm like, and Up Down Sweet was such an underground track Mm -hmm. that it wasn't like they were saying Express Yourself by Madonna. You know, and I was like, and you told me that you improvised that line. I did. I did. That That was all my idea, and they kept it, which I was super happy about. Bill Coleman was the... A music supervisor and and he was all all down for it it was a really popular like track that yeah. was playing in the clubs so i threw that shit in there i was like and also i think i mentioned to um to you at at, at don and nikki's show that during my my party girl audition process the casting director at one point called my agents and said you have to tell guillermo to stop talking about madonna <laughs> during the audition and my my remember my <laughs> agents calling me and telling me and, and i was like what were you oh, saying fuck. I don't know. I don't even remember. I think I would just always bring her up or goof or make a joke and be like and mention her. I don't know. But then when I told the director of Party Girl, she was like, "We didn't care. We loved it." And (laughs) anyway, but so how old were you when you did Party Girl? I was fourteen. No, I'm kidding. I was like, yeah, I was gonna say you were so young in that movie. I was early twenties, twenty. Or maybe, but even but even Parker Posey was was she big when she got cast in that movie? No, or? she had done like a Hal Hartley movie, yeah. and she had done um, what's that Dazed Stoner movie? Days to Confused, confused right? And, All right, you little freshman bitches. Yes, and oh Doom Generation. I think she had done Doom Generation, but she was when I I at one point I auditioned with her after I got you know like three uh, uh, casting sessions in. They had me read with Parker, and I just remember thinking. This girl is 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 special. She's a she's she's got that thing. She's gonna be huge. I mean, she was in like a hundred and fifty oh, independent movies yeah. within like two years or something. Yeah. It was like every movie you'd go see if it was an independent mm-hmm. film, she was there. It was yeah. kind of crazy. Thank God. Uh, yes. Well, and funnily enough, I had come into town to see the Drown World Tour at Madison Square Garden with a friend who bought me tickets because I saw the opening in Philadelphia, came up for the uh, Drown World Tour and because I was living in Philadelphia at the time and I was just wandering around Chelsea waiting for my friend to get off of work and I, Parker Posey came out of a deli no. and I was like, oh my God. And I was like walking alongside of her to try to be like, I love you or this, that, you know, I'm like, I'm like, excuse me. And she had her headset on and she was like, totally not she was just ignoring me and I'm just like I was like I was so heartbroken because (laughs) I was like it's party girl she's on the street and I just wanted to say hello to her and she was just like you know 
safety concerns. You know, she, she this crazy person was. Yeah. Don't you know that's why famous people live in New York, so no one will bother them. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to bother celebrities, uh, especially if they're with their kids, because you know, like right. you don't want to like interrupt a family moment and have them get on the defensive or whatnot. You know, right, I don't want right, to get hit, right, attacked. Right. You know, I used to also about stalking celebrities or or following them or whatever. I used to <laughs> admiring them, admiring them. Keeping, that's a better let, word. Let's just say keeping an eye on them. Yes, I like that, Tony. Perfect. I used to go and stand across the street from her New York City apartment, along Madonna. with like fifty other people. Madonna, girl, yeah. I did that too. I used you to go to the too? wine uh, the street over just so I could walk out the other door and no just be right way. in front of her apartment. <laughs> and a few times she came out. I remember one of the times was she was going to the Versace funeral, and Ingrid was with her. Wow! And there were all these fans, but we were all super respectful. We were all just standing there watching her, and she stood there and looked at us for a second, probably thinking. Look at all these fucking losers. <laughs> Go get a life. But you know, inside she's like, you, that's right. I'm Thank fucking God. Madonna. Thank, Thank you, God they're you still love here. me. Yes. <laughs> and I, I recall that she looked fabulous that day. Yes. She had on like a black suit and she had long hair, mm-hmm. long, really long hair. Anyway, and, 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 and another time I went to, to go uh, stand near the building, she was walking down the street and I didn't recognize her until I got like face to face with her. And she kind of looked at me and she was blowing her nose. <laughs> and then she kind of looked at me and she had track pants on and, and, and sort of slides um, and s- like really big sunglasses. And I was like, oh, my God, that was Madonna. But, She's like, yeah. I recognize you. You were, yeah. in, you were in front row at the You're reinvention that tour, weren't Party you? Girl. Right. I, yeah. You know, I've, I've actually <laughs> never had any run-ins with Madonna on the street. But eerily enough, I've had three face-to-face encounters with three men in her life. Really? So I've... You know, I used to see Carlos Leon all the time. Mm, you know, I saw him in, biking in the city. In East Village, you know, so I was like, oh, this guy again. And then, you know, when I was working You mean Madonna's daughter, daughter's daddy? Yeah. Dad, daughter's Baby's daddy. father, baby yeah. Daddy. Yeah, the baby daddy. So, <laughs> you know, and, you know, that made me feel really good because I'm like, I'm in the same town that Madonna's baby's father lives and I could see him, you know. <laughs> so, you know, then years, years later, I was working for the New York Film Festival and I found myself face-to-face with Sean Penn and... Very nice guy, even though I wanted to hit him in the face, you know. But, really? Well, you know. With I, what? Tony's violent. I just wanted to punch him and be like, you know, that weekend in Malibu where the cops got called. He's like, I saw, <laughs> he's like, I saw the O Father video. I know what you did. <laughs> and then another time, and this was maybe about, yeah, this was maybe a couple of years, uh, about a year before we reinvented, uh, no, a couple of years after reinvention, mind you. I um, was walking up Columbus Avenue. I was in the 70s, and I see a man in a suit, and he turns to stop and look at his phone. And I was like, oh, shit, it's Guy Ritchie. He must be in the neighborhood to pick up his kid or something. Hello, Rocco. Um, I followed him for about three blocks, and then I was like, you know, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) Guillermo, have you been to her house on the Upper East Side? I haven't. No, I haven't oh done my, that. Well, you maybe need to, you should take me. We, yeah, maybe we should go after this. You, yeah. You need, if you before the pop up shop, you need to. Do you, people go in? Oh my and, god, I've been like three times. Are you serious? You just stand outside. Are there people there? A lot? I have every time I've gone. Where is, is it there, like on? It's like eighty first, eighty yeah. second between Park and Lexington or something like that. I, literally every time I've walked by, because like my friend Jennifer has come up and visited, and I'm like, we have to go see Madonna's house. <laughs> and every time we go, there are other Madonna fans there. Really? Not, like they're just walking yeah, by, like trying just, to see her. Yeah. And, yeah. We, yeah. The last time uh, we had a, a, one of our listeners uh, from Detroit, actually, uh, Madonna's hometown, and he had come in to visit and was like, uh, I was like, we have to go to Madonna's house. So we did, and somebody, we had just gotten there, and he was like, some guy was like, you just missed her. 
Oh, like, what? And he's like, yeah, she, she just got in the car and they drove away. And I'm no. like, yeah, it was fine. He had like a camera and was taking pictures and it's, oh, it's hysterical. My God. Now, were the no parking signs restored? Because, you know, she famously had them removed. And I sued by the city. It was a whole thing. Yeah, I'm trying to, I don't, I wasn't paying attention. I was actually, we we're just looking at the house. It's a compound though. You know, it's, it's like, huge, it's right? two brownstones. But I remember the first time I ever stumbled by it by mistake, I was walking by and there's this huge wrought iron fence that's out front of it that, you know, like, I mean, I'm six foot two. It's taller than me. It's got to be like a seven foot tall fence. And I was like, who the hell has this huge fence on the Upper East Side? I'm like, why would you have this blocking the house and everything? And I'm like, whose house is this? And all of a sudden it slapped me in the face. I'm like, oh, it's Madonna. Of oh course it my is. God. I'm like, how did I randomly walk down Madonna's yes. block and not know? And all judgy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, um, you're queen. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Then I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. that right. Makes that makes sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, we should go. It'd, yes. it'd be fine. I'll take a picture of you yes. in front of it. Um, but so, yes. Well, where 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 did we leave off well, with Guillermo's was, experience of? We Madonna? were talking about tours uh, and run-ins. We, we did confessions. So, yeah. what about Sticky and Sweet? Oh yeah. Oh, Sticky and Sweet. Yeah, I went to see Sticky and Sweet at uh, Dodger Stadium, and there was it was this show where there was something wrong with one of the either the lights, a set piece wasn't working, so mm. the show started really late. Um, but yeah, I think J Lo was at the show that I. That I went to, um, but yeah. Did you see her? I didn't. No, there was. You oh. could just the rumor, and everybody was talking about that J Lo was there, but I oh. didn't get to see her. She looks. FYI, apparently her new movie is her Hustlers, right? That's yes. the name of it. Apparently, it's like amazing, right? But the so pe- is Madonna. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So was Body of Evidence. So <laughs> what's your point? <laughs> She's hard to resist. Yes. Um, we're talking about Madonna, not we're, that we're, other girl. We're all animals, friend. <laughs> Um, just before we go back to Madonna, you know that Jennifer Lopez was asked to audition for Evita. No. Yeah. Get the and fuck what? out of here. Uh, if anyone has that tape, send it our way. Holy <laughs> shit. No, that would never have worked. Selena, then Evita? Yeah, thank, no, thank break. you. No. Anyway. Anyway. Sticky and, so sticky and sweet. Madonna. Sticky and sweet. You're idolizing Madonna with the <laughs> revealed crotch when she turns around yes, on Candy Shop. Yeah, and one of my my favorite Vogue performances is the one from Sticky and Sweet. Yes, it's a oh, I see. So I good. I didn't like. I had sort of in my head when I walked into the whole Hard Candy era. Mm-hmm. I was not on board. There was something. Neither that, was I. There was something was about I. the sound of like Timbaland's production. It was. It was I just, agree. It didn't sound like a Madonna album. It was the first time it didn't sound like a Madonna album. Looking back now, I love, I mean, Miles Away. Um, incredible. Incredible. Give it oh, to me. The devil wouldn't recognize it. Yes, yes. It's so good. And I love. Spanish Lesson, I right? Love, yeah. that, actually, you know what? what I did not like Spanish Lesson really? at first. And now I actually look, listen back it. and I'm like, oh, no, this is good. Yeah. I, I like Yeah, it. the first time I heard it as a Latin person, I was offended. As a Latino. <laughs> and I felt trivialized. But now it's part of my repertoire. What, did, you think, <laughs> did you think it was like cultural appropriation or something? Yeah, I was like, didn't we do this already? Uh, did, wasn't this La Isla yeah. Bonita? <laughs> right. Going was, banana. Wasn't this Spanish eyes? Yeah. She likes to bring stuff back and revisit that, even though she's yeah. right. You said she's not Spanish. I've always thought she was half no, Spanish. No, 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 no. She just, just wishes. She, yeah. Well, she likes Spanish men. She does. Yeah, her daughter is half Cuban. So she's Latin by injection. And gorgeous. Did you and see her at the front row at uh, Fashion Week this week? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. She got literally, I don't know how the genetic code worked where she got the best genetics of her mother and the best genetics of her father. Like seriously, the most 100%. so gorgeous. Yeah. 
And I love that she's so like uninterested. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? She doesn't she's like, give a shit. Front row at Fashion yeah. Week and she could be bothered. Yeah, she does these minor fashion campaigns probably to pay for her school and have her own money and then she just keeps it moving and I, I love that about her. Yeah, I have a friend that knows her and someone that works with her and and she was like, she's an awesome um, person but do not mention her mother at <laughs> all or she will ice you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like she does not want to talk about, about yeah, Emma I mean, all, I don't blame it. Which I get. Yeah. I get it. She right? doesn't want. I mean, she, I mean it's, if you had the most famous mother in the world, I, yeah. I wouldn't want that either. No, you know? it's like, yeah. Oh well, but um, yeah. yeah so sticky and sweet. Did you? You were front row again, Guillermo. No, no, I was way. I was. I was in the back. But one of my favorite performances, of course, Vogue, but also Devil. Devil wouldn't recognize you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my favorite. I love that where the two uh, Asian uh, dancers are are sort of walking at the same time. Their little geisha walk. Oh, it's just so mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't my favorite tour, my favorite album either, but I have moments from the show and and songs from the album that I absolutely, you know, love. Well, I'm I think with that tour, it's like when you look at like if you're watching a movie and you're not really feeling the story or something, that's when I sort of like the film major in me sort of ticks in. I'm like, okay, hundreds of people worked on this. If I don't like the plot, let me watch the set design. Let me watch mm. the, the mm-hmm. cinematography. So I try to right. find, like, it's the same thing with Sticky and Sweet. I wasn't 100% on board with the set list, but I was, like, going back, I can look and say, you know what? This the Vogue was great. The, mm-hmm. st- the staging was great. The costume here was yes. good. Even if yeah. I didn't like, you know, like, human nature yeah. or the what was the car for Beat Goes On, oh, right? I think yeah. it was. Uh, you know, yeah. like, stuff like... Heartbeat, I love Heartbeat. Heartbeat yeah. was great, yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever... I always think about, you know, the moment in the... There's a moment in that in the Sticky and Sweet concert where she asks a fan to give her, tell her a song that they want her to sing. Yes, I love that. I always think, why the fuck do people always say, like, a virgin, like, a prayer? Oh, like, like, physical yo, attraction. Yes, or, like, bad girl, or yes. nothing really matters, or something I mean, that's so, obscure. She'd so, probably be like, I don't remember those fucking right, words. But, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah um, she'd be like, you're, well, you're going to have to help me with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I told the story in the last episode. I went to see that show in Atlantic City, Dude. and there were these... Uh, Jersey girls, behind, you know, Jersey women behind me. Because they were, you know, they were older. And they're like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know her new music. But, you know, if she starts playing that new stuff and none of her old stuff, we're out of here. And they left. Uh, no. Yeah, they left. I mean, they See missed. Ya. They yeah. missed Bye, the Avita, yeah, you know, fuck out of here. Tete or yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they missed the best parts, you know. But, yeah, I, I feel like there is that, especially in the East Coast, there's that, you know, hard, you know, dyed-in-the-wool fan that just does not want to accept anything past, like, a I know, and well, I don't I mean, get that. that happened at Rebel Heart. I, I, the second New York show I saw, I was, like, first level, and so there was a woman, a couple women behind me, and they were like, when is she going to sing Like a Prayer? And I turn around, oh. I'm like, sorry, ladies, uh, she doesn't sing that on this show. Oh. And they were like, what? I'm like, uh-huh, get on board. You know, like... <laughs> It's like, don't they research these things before? Yeah. Like, if I was going to go to a concert for anybody, I'd want to know what they were singing. And if they had a new album out, I would listen to it. And also, it's Madonna. It's not about the songs necessarily. It's a whole experience. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's I know. Like a, it's, people are weird. Yeah. That's what I always say. It's like, I don't really don't care what she does, but I'm it's in the show. palm of her hand for two hours. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's that's what, Like, the Rebel Heart Tour, the first show at New York I went to, I was along the catwalk, and the guys behind me were literally, I mean, we're, on leaning on the catwalk. And the one guy was so drunk he could barely stand up. I'm like, bitch, you paid how much money for these tickets and now you're not gonna remember a goddamn drunk thing. As hell. Like seriously, he was so drunk he, his friend oh, was trying man. to prop him up. And I'm like, you better get some on coffee. That catwalk. Yeah. 
Well, I'm surprised her, like, people, her security didn't, like, I, I don't, flag I, him. I kept watching know? what was going to happen with him, and then Madonna came out, and I just forgot. You know, I'm like, if he was falling asleep, I don't know. Hey, no. Stefan, remember that moment in the Rebel Heart Tour when you get to uh, be Madonna's bitch, and you were up on stage with her? Oh, oh yeah. What? Remember that? What? Oh, I, you know what? It's such a little... <laughs> that little time, right? Oh, I, 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 my God. Yes. I, I think, actually, you had complimented me on Twitter. I believe you... Uh, you I, I think I, that's I went when back. I first... Actually, yeah. I Googled Guillermo Diaz Madonna just to see what touch points you had with Madonna, and the Twitter picture of me with Madonna where you respond, you were great! No way! Pops up. I was like, this is weird. That's you know, like, awesome. Um, but yeah, so you, so you, when you went to, who did you see as the unapologetic bitch when you were? Um, it was a random woman that was dressed in that glittery, glittery um, fringe thing that she wears. Oh, right. The, oh, the it silver was, It fringes. wasn't Ariana Grande? No. Because I know, didn't no. Ariana she Grande did dress? Do, yeah, she, she showed up in the same dress. She did that too, but in, my, in the tour I saw, it was just a random woman and she looked amazing. Like you could... You could see why they chose her. The yeah, costume yeah, yeah. was so good. And that woman was really great. Yeah, I was just a random person. And I remember um, I I went to that show. I was invited by Nikki, Nikki Richards, who's mm-hmm. Madonna's backup singer, who is my friend. And she gave us a whole backstage tour. Oh, fun. We got to meet Rocco. Nice. Oh, was he a little kid? Backstage? Oh, no, no. He was, no, he's still, yeah, yeah he's he older. A, he was older. He was a teen, I think 18, 19, maybe, something like that. Uh-huh. Maybe a little younger. Now, this isn't... Her only tour. She's. I think she's been in a couple of tours, two or three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nikki's been from Confessions on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was really, really fun. <laughs> Wait. So, but you don't get to see Madonna then? No, of course what? not. No, no, no. no. You, you, I would figure you'd like try and find a way to get into the prayer circle or something. You know? Oh like, yeah. No, we actually had. Um, sort of uh, maybe, uh, you know, mezzanine seats and Madonna's tour manager came up to me and she said, are you happy with your seats? And I was like, I mean, I'd love to be closer. And she handed me two front row seats. Thank God, but you they just luck out. They weren't at the at the front of the of the Rebel Heart point. Oh, it was the front front. It was the front so front, when, which right, he's so, hardly ever there. Yeah, so I was right. kind of like, oh. Well, that's what happened when I got uh, the Rebel Heart tickets from my friend Jennifer and I in Philadelphia. We... The I guess in order to like help scalpers not get tickets, they wouldn't tell you where your seats were going to be. You were just given a ticket range. So it would be like, okay, you're going to be somewhere between row three and row 17. And I'm like, okay, well, that's random and weird. Right. So we did not know where we were going to be until we showed up. But I remember the entire time because in New York, I was like row 16, which was right where the cross section of the catwalk was, which was perfect because you could see her on the front stage when she was on the cross section. And then you would just turn around. She was only a little ways away for the heart. And the, when I found out I was row four in Philadelphia, Jennifer, because she didn't know, she hadn't seen the show, was excited. She's like, oh my God, row four. And I'm like, like, fuck, because I knew she was going to be behind us half the show. I mean, obviously, it was rectified because, as you mentioned, I did get to dance on stage. Right, with her, so, yeah. so that was that was okay. <laughs> I was I was fine. Yeah, but uh, so this this was all leading up. You know, you had a lot of close encounters, but no actual meetings. So tell us about when you finally did get to meet. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I had so many encounters with Madonna, <laughs> uh, family members, or people that worked with her Marty? adjacent. I never met Marty. I met Christopher. Uh, in New York years ago, again in the 90s, and I was, uh, I just bumped into him on the street and I went up to him and I was like, I love your work. You're a great 
set designer. I didn't talk about Madonna at all. And he was like, oh, he was so sweet. And he gave me his autograph. Um, yeah, because if you had, it would put you in that book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wouldn't have minded at all. <laughs> Believe you me. We all bought it. Admit it, people. <laughs> yes. You bought it. Oh, my God. I bought it and read it. I went, I'm going to read it again. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when, so yeah, getting back to when I actually met Madonna, I, I was on a show called Scandal and Ellen's wife, Portia De Rossi, was on the show as well. And I've done the Ellen show a few times. She had me once. She had me on once and she had me show my Madonna tattoo. We talked all about it. She spoke about how she's friends with Madonna. You know, she, it's kind of the running joke there that she knows how much I am obsessed with Madonna. And then <laughs> one day on set, Portia came up to me and said, hey, Ellen's having Madonna on soon and she's going to make you the guest DJ. What? Because nice. she, she wants you to meet her. She knows how much you love her. And I was like, What? And then cut to, you know, a month later, whenever it was. Uh, cut to you flat on your back. Cut to, yeah. <laughs> cut to me still talking. <laughs> I love that we all know these oh references. We don't even have to be like, what? Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like, so many people talking. are constantly saying, thank God for this podcast, because I don't have anybody to talk to Madonna about. <laughs> that we can and say like, these things yeah, yeah, yeah. to. Because yeah. like, I do it all the time. Like, <laughs> random Madonna quotes just pop me into too. my ear. Like, I know how you feel. You don't know if you want to hit me or kiss me. I get Do a lot something of that. else. Do my eyebrows. Exactly. Yeah. It's like and people are just like, Stefan, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> totally. I love it. But anyway, so I got a, I got a call finally and they were like, okay, Ellen wants you to come on and be the guest DJ. And, and, but I was, the thing was that I was on set. I was shooting. It was during our, our season, like the middle of the season of Scandal. And I had to ask production for permission and even production, like, the higher up Shonda Rhimes knows how much I love Madonna and they let me out. I was oh, shooting that's nice. and they were they like, okay, Shondaland people. Yes, they sure did. They they let me out. I changed. I went to shoot the Ellen show. And there was a driver there from Scandal that was like, you gotta do the show and we gotta get you right back to set. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And of course, I get there and Ellen was like, Hey, you're not leaving afterwards, right? Because I want to properly introduce you to Madonna. And I was like, Oh my God. And anyway, so I. <laughs> you're like, you're like yeah. Chandra, Chandra, sorry, I'm going to be a little late. Chandra, Chandra. Chandra. I know a lot of people say Chandra. I always think it that. is yeah. Chandra. I think I have like, uh, what is it? Not attention deficit disorder. <laughs> I definitely have attention deficit disorder. Um, dyslexia. dyslexia. Yeah, I definitely. I, I insert an R in her name for some reason. <laughs> a lot of people do I don't that. I know. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I'm on pins and needles. Keep going. <laughs> So I'm there. <laughs> um, so, so you know, Ellen. I uh, the show starts. Oh, first I get to I get to the stages, and Ellen comes into my dressing room. Like I said, I've done the show a few times, so Ellen sort of knows me and stuff. And she's like, "Hey, do you want to watch Madonna rehearse with me?" Uh, and I was like, "I don't think I ever told you guys." You no, guys. you didn't. Um, so she's like, "Come on, come downstairs." And oh, right, because she, she was performing down. "Living for Love." On she that, was right? performing "Living for Love." Yeah. So she was going to rehearse, and Ellen was like. Come with me. And we get there. We sit in the audience in like the fourth row. Me, Ellen, and Ellen's mom. Oh, my it's God. It's just us in the audience. And the the crew. Or no? No, no crew, no oh, cameras. Wow. It was just Madonna running the, the song with her, you know, with her dancers and with her people. So I got to see her perform it or rehearse it twice. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, it was that, the, okay, the that, most amazing That's experience. amazing. Yeah. And I remember at one point her sh- her shoe was unlaced and she was like, it's unlaced like can you just i mean she was very sweet about it but somebody bent down and like oh i thought she was asking you I thought no no, no like, please she just oh i would have done it like, in a second yeah <laughs> i love it when people tie my shoes totally 
Um, so, so then, I, you know, after we see her uh, rehearse, I get back up, go back up to the dressing room. And then the show starts. I come out and um, me and Ellen sort of banter back and forth about Madonna and if I'm excited, blah, blah. And then finally Madonna comes out. And I think in the very sort of beginning, Ellen mentions to Madonna, you know, Guillermo is a, a big fan. And Madonna turns around and starts talking to me. And she says, you know, I have a thing for DJs. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we go back and forth. And, and long story short, eventually... Ellen has me bring up a basket of of University of Michigan stuff to give to Madonna. Right, right. She was like, "I want you to have that moment on camera with Madonna." And I, I I run up there and I bring up the basket, and Madonna goes to hug me. But first, I step back and I show her my tattoo of of her, and I say, "Look, I have you on my arm." And, <laughs> and she just goes, "Oh!" And then she kisses me and hugs me really tight. Like it was like it was it was the most electric. I mean, you know, it's mm-hmm. fun, right? That that experience is like no other. She's like a light. Yeah, it's it's really it's hard the to energy. describe. It's the energy it's the that energy. she gives. I don't know. She must have a bunch of it bottled up. Yes. And just like she's able to release it yeah. whenever she wants. She's got it in cases, just like Kabbalah water. Yeah. <laughs> it's like her rose mist spray from the MDNA collection, and, red, and just like red strings that she ties on her wrist. <laughs> she's just got like boxes of it. Um, but yeah, so and then she hugs me and kisses me, and then. And then I bow, I get down on my knees oh, and I bow I know, down so to her. Sweet. And she kind of looks at me like, yeah, that's that's what you should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I I go back to my, you know, DJ station and 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 that's it. And then of course the show ends and Ellen's like, hey, stick around. And I'm sort of backstage, but I see the driver out oh, of the corner no. of my eye being like, let's go, motioning me, like, come here, we gotta go. We have to go. Cause they're shooting. I'm right, right. in the You're middle of shooting. Holding up an entire ABC and I was production. like, oh. and then I go up to him and I say, hey, man, I'm supposed to meet her. Like, and he's like, go ahead, go, go, go. And he was cool. He was like, I'll say you're still taping the show. Right. And he right. lets me. But then Madonna and Ellen start shooting this little skit. Oh, right, and I right, see right. that she's taking longer and longer and longer. And finally, I had to go. And I didn't get to, but you know, I had that moment on stage yeah, with yeah, her, yeah. so I was. Oh, I was. I was wondering satisfied. if you had gotten a picture or you got to meet no, her afterwards because no. I was like, I didn't see anything on like your profile no, or. Like, I was supposed to, but I I didn't. But you know what? I'm still super grateful for the for the experience. Hell's and, yeah! And well, and you never know. I mean, is she going on Ellen this this year? I, I know. Don't know. I don't know like, if Ellen will bring me on again. <laughs> you guys, I I'm actually really curious though. Is she going to be doing any press? Right? Prior to opening of the show or even during the show. I mean, so far there hasn't been no indication she's been doing her own free press through her Instagram, but I want to see her talk to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It'd be weird. Well, she should come on the podcast, first of all. You know? Yeah. Hello. Um, hello, Guy O'Fear. Yeah. You know, let's make that happen. <laughs> or the live in Ke- right? Live with Kelly and who's the guy? Who's the person out? Ryan? Ryan. No, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan, yeah. Seacrest? She, she's right? she's been on that show a couple yeah, of times. Kelly's yeah, and Kelly's a huge fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Something like that. Yeah. Guillermo, fun fact. So where she was rehearsing before she w- ended up at the theater, it was literally like... 10 minutes away. Yeah, literally. No way. Like a stone's throw from where we are right now in Brooklyn. Did you guys ever go I and did. like wait yeah, outside? Yeah, I walked by. There was nothing. You couldn't see anything. Nothing. I mean, I walked past it on my way to other places. Right. Mm-hmm. I made sure I had to go that way. The gaiety in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> the gaiety now has a location in downtown Brooklyn. <laughs> so are you excited about uh, Madame X? Do you have like a favorite song on Madame X? I do. I love Batuka. Batuka. Oh, okay. Oh my god, and I love that video. Mm-hmm. Something about it just like really gets me. I love dark ballet. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that Mickey Blanco is going to make an appearance in one of the oh, shows. That would be Maybe. fun. That would be great. I'd yeah. love to see him do that that 
ballet dance. Yes, yes. Mickey Blanco, for those people that don't know, is is a is a wonderful uh, performance. I consider him like a, a performance artist, but yeah. he's a, a singer. Um, I don't know what his he's pronoun an is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm if I'm if I'm yeah. using the wrong pronoun, I apologize. But um, Mickey Blanco is amazing, and 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 Mickey plays uh, the Joan of Arc character in the Dark Ballet video. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I was a little disappointed she wasn't in more of it, but he totally makes up for the fact oh, that she's not in it. You know? 100%. So good. And then at one point, Mickey's wearing like a corset mm-hmm. that resembles sort of Madonna's, mm-hmm. right? Like Blonde Ambition sort of gold corset. And just yeah, those little the, subtle like interjects that they put in the video that yeah, yeah. reference Madonna. It was just wonderful. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we do a, a bit of a lightning round with you, Guillermo, I, I did just, because you're here and because I was obsessed with Party Girl when it was out, I did just have, um, so if you haven't seen Party Girl, you should totally watch it. It's an independent film. It's actually streaming now. From 1995. It? It's an amazing film. It has a, a fantastic soundtrack. It's such a little time capsule of like, Clubbing and New York back at that time when uh, it's like when cell phones weren't around nope, and yep. the, the internet really wasn't yeah. around. It was such a simpler time. Lee F. Schreiber, right? Lee F. Schreiber. Poise, I mean, it's, there's boyfriend. the cast yeah. in that is fantastic, yeah. and they so they did shoot that in New York. We shot it all in New York City and Brooklyn as well. Okay, because I was I Brooklyn. was wondering if they were shooting that like in Jersey City or something oh. because New York, but it's yeah, it yeah. actually because look, New yeah. York looks so different. Yeah. Oh, completely. I mean, there's different. like there's yeah. a gas. Down the street in that falafel scene, is when, there? and I'm like, where the that. hell is that in yeah. New York City? Because the, I think it was probably the, down in Soho. Yeah. It's, probably, but it just, yeah. but like, it just doesn't look like that anymore. Yeah. So I was mm-hmm. like, how? To, where are you? Where are these alleyways? Yeah. And um, what? Just your experience was? Is, was it? Did you have a fun time shooting oh that? God, I mean, I, I can't imagine that you didn't. Yeah, I feel like that was one of the best times shooting a movie for me. Not only you know, it was just such a fun a script and we had so much fun making the movie, but being around Parker Posey, it's the first time I was like, I just got to be myself. Like mm-hmm. it's the first time I thought, fuck, you just have to be yourself. She's such a unique person. And just a, 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 just such a creative, like a, a unafraid, like performer that she's just so inspiring. And it, yeah, it was, it was a really, really great experience. Would you say she's unapologetic? Yes. 100%. <laughs> Um, Completely. Yeah, no, a friend of, like, friends of mine in college, we worshiped that movie, and it was just like, obviously, I mean, do people come up to you and just say, imitate a cat puking? When people do, I think, oh, fuck yeah, you're a true fan. Like, if you know Party Girl or Nowhere, oh. then I think, oh, okay, you're, so you're a speaking, true fan. Speaking of Nowhere. Yes, yeah, we, speaking of Nowhere, so I was doing a little Murray Kondo action a couple of weeks ago, and I found some of these. Oh. My God. These are like nowhere promotional yes. postcards for the soundtrack from Tower Records. You can have that, Shut by the way. Um, and yeah, you want to sign a couple and we'll give them out yeah. to our listeners. Oh, and yeah, the soundtrack sure. is yeah. amazing on it. Yeah, yeah the I, soundtrack okay. of Nowhere is so good. And that's the reason the film is not found on you know on DVD or um, streaming in the United States because the soundtrack is so amazing, they can't get the rights to all the songs. Wow. Oh, right, because the licensing would wow. probably be too expensive. And fun fact about Nowhere, I got Nowhere because of Parker Posey. Oh, Because wow. I had done Party Girl and Parker had done Doom Generation with Gregor Rocky, who was the director of, of Nowhere and Doom Generation. And, and he, Parker invited him to a screening of Party Girl and he saw me in the movie and he was like, I want him to be in my next movie. And Parker called me and gave me Greg's number and we connected. So thanks to Parker, that's how I got well, I nowhere. Just, I want to say, you know, I 
I was, I think I was 21 or 22 when that film came out. And it was the first time that I saw people my age that were gay, that weren't mm -hmm. prissy or a caricature. Or unapologetic. Or unapologetic, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the, the relationship that was depicted between you and Jeremy Jordan was so, like, real and heartbreaking that it made me feel okay about being gay. Mm -hmm. It didn't make me feel like, oh, my God, I'm going to end up like one of those guys in the birdcage. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally Which okay, I love too. the birdcage yeah. movie. Which is okay. totally okay, Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. But, yeah. you know, it, it, it wasn't me at the time. Right, right, right. No, and exactly. It's just, it was showing a spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But, I mean, that's what I sort of loved about, like, in Party Girl as well, like Mary's best friend, you know, like that scene where she's like um, taking the clothes out of the closet at the party that they're at. And like her gay best friend was still really funny, you know, like yeah, he wasn't like, yeah. he was sort of more Brooklyn or yes. than he was gay, even yes. though he was gay. But it was like, yeah. it was just matter of fact. Yeah. It was, there was no issue about it in that. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, this was a gay character and they were bringing it up that he was Absolutely. gay. It was, it he just, just was, he was gay. just, he was just gay. Yeah. Like sort of like what Daniel Levy does with um, his character on Schitt's Creek. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah, he's just yeah, like, yeah. I just want to have a gay character and there's no homophobia. It doesn't right. exist. You know, like yeah. if it was a perfect world, a this is, this is what we have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also in nowhere, sorry to interrupt. Uh, no. Debbie Mazur is in nowhere yeah. as well, mm -hmm. who is Madonna's longtime friend. And I remember being on set of nowhere and talking to Debbie about Madonna and she was telling me how great Madonna is. And she, you know, I, I was just in awe of Debbie because I was like, oh my God, like you are friends with Madonna. Like BFFs. Yeah, it all comes back to Madonna with me. <laughs> and not time. only friends, but like a presence in her life from before oh. they had money and yeah. still a presence in yeah. her life. I mean, you remember when they all went to Cuba for her birthday a couple yes. years ago. You know? Yes, yes. And I mean, even during Basquiat and, mm -hmm. and uh, Keith Haring, during that time, like you said, Tony, before they were... Famous. They mm -hmm. were running around with these, you know, uh, artists, these these um, super, like, amazing artists. Anyway. Yeah, no, I remember reading about, you know, Madonna voraciously in the 80s and all those magazines, like, Details and, mm -hmm. you know, Interview and all that. And they would always talk about Debbie M., her makeup artist. And I'm like, who is this lady? And then I put it together. I was like, Debbie Mazar is Debbie M. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Watch the video. She's yeah. in all of them. And not the, the cops are coming to get me, guys. I gotta go. Um, I shouldn't have stole that that uh, jacket from the pop up shop. Fuck. Why? Because I'm Spanish. You coming to get me? Um, not only not only do I have a, a few Madonna tattoos, I have more Madonna tattoos than this one. You do? I also have a bunch of Basquiat tattoos because I love nice. Basquiat. Yeah. Oh. And, and one of them is a Basquiat piece that where he writes Madonna's name, but then crosses it out and writes Venus, which was his current girlfriend. Mm -hmm. That I have that tattoo. Did you hear that story about um, the fact that Madonna had, Basquiat had given her like three paintings? Oh, yeah. And then she gave them back when they broke up and he destroyed he them. Destroyed them. <gasps> so she had original but, ba Basquiat paintings and because she didn't feel it was right to keep them after they broke up, so she gave them back and he just painted black over them. Oh, my God. Doesn't she have one though? Doesn't she have a Basquiat? Yeah, but I think she I, bought it at an auction. Right, so mm. she got that after the fact. These were ones when they were dating. He, oh. he made just for her and because he was my like God. so, I guess, hurt or angry or whatever, he just painted black over them so that way nobody could have Fuck. them. I was like, oh, my God, they'd be worth... I mean, they, Lourdes' great-grandchildren would be able to live off that, yes. you know? <laughs> I think one of his paintings, he was the first American artist that sold for like $10 million yeah, recently, right? Is oh that God, correct? That's crazy. Oh, my God. Anyway, not only that, the nostalgia and the just having yeah, a yeah, piece yeah. by Basquiat. From that time, and, yeah. and it's another New York. Course, and um, But she's got a bunch of herring. 
She's got a bunch of Keith she, Haring yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's got one of the best. Not pickled pri- Haring. She's got Keith one. Of, yeah, <laughs> she's got one of the best private collections um, out there. Like she's like a serious art collector. It's kind of crazy, yeah. mm. but good for her. But yeah, yeah, maybe you should start your serious art collection with one of those. I think I'm gonna one have of those to, things from the pop up shop, dude. I'm seriously considering <laughs> it. Like no joke. I'm like, I need to. They'll, buy one they'll of ship these. them. I asked. They will. Yeah, they said because I was like, how are you gonna, gonna get? Get, get? I'm like, you don't have a plastic bag for these. What are you gonna do? And they're like, no, actually, <laughs> we will ship them. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. They're like, that's the only item that we're shipping though, because somebody had asked me about the pot from the podcast saying. Okay, can you get me a Crave hat? Because they have those like little hat. And I was like, well, I'll look and see. Maybe the pod, maybe they can like send it to you. Like if you call up, like we don't have a phone here. And I'm like, oh, okay. But they didn't have any hats left when I was there. Yeah, those. I think that they're pretty much all gone. We're gonna see a sea of those hats. Totally oh, at the show. Yeah, you know, I'm they're craving gonna be. one of those hats. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so Madame X is a couple days away. We don't know the set list. What do you want to hear? That hasn't already been rumored. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I don't. I honestly don't know. We all want rescue me. Yes. Yeah, so I think she, we're gonna get it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Batuka is gonna be in it because I. Well, those, I remember she's dragging those women on tour with her. Yeah, she's not she having is, them do that yeah. to not do that song. Yeah. Can you imagine the Batuka Dares have been living in Brooklyn for the last six weeks? <laughs> Pro- probably in a better apartment than you or I have. Oh <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And listen, I've I've said it before, and I'll say it again. There's no place like home. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I really wanted to do Bad Girl. I doubt she's going to yeah, do it. Yeah, I know. I'd love that, too. Um, I really love Crave. I really yeah. love Crave. She'll do it. Um, yeah. And Dark Ballet. I hope she does Dark Ballet. I think she will. Yeah. I think it seems... I, I Honestly, I have a feeling we're going to get most of the songs from yes. Madame X. Like, it's going to be usually does all that. the songs from Madame yeah. X and then a sprinkling... Mm-hmm. Like, not even full songs. So, like, how she did... Love Don't Live Here Anymore. It was only like a little bit after Heartbreak City. I have right. or like Papa Don't Preach on mm. the MDNA tour. Yes. Just like a lot, uh, like a verse and a chorus, and then we're moving on. Yeah, you know, but yeah, she, yeah, she better yeah. not shortchange us like that with Rescue Me. I mean, yeah, I want to hear I Know It and Think of Me. I also want to hear Jimmy Jimmy. And Stop oh. it. Love, love makes the world go round. Yeah. You're pulling, stop pulling our white legs. White Heat, White Heat is one of my favorite songs. <laughs> I love White Heat, it. and if I ever I heard know. that live, I would die. Oh. Well, the she spot. did it in the Who's That yeah, Girl who's tour, but. She was trying to make that one happen the same way she's trying to make I Rise happen. Really? Well, you know she's closing. She's closing the show with I Rise. You know that's she? oh she's totally doing it. I just want I Rise is here man. to stay, people. Uh, yeah, get yes. get on board, people. Because uh, <laughs> it's all right. So I, I know that you're a busy man. You've got to go stalk Madonna's uh, townhouse <laughs> and do some serious shopping at the pop up shop. So we're gonna close out our episode with a little bit of lightning round fun. Uh, we do this with all our guests. So. Um, Top five. So this is just off the top of your head. Don't think about it. And it doesn't have to be of like what your favorites were five years ago. It's just where you're at today in your Madonna journey. Um, so top five favorite Madonna songs. Uh, Impressive Instant. Yes. Uh, Bad Girl. Yes. Um, oh God. Crave, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, Love, Live to Tell. Okay. How many is that? Four. Um, and I would say Batuka again. Oh, okay, yeah. good. So a little smattering of yeah. classic and yeah. mid-range yeah. and new. So there we go. <laughs> Top five Madonna performances, TV, music video, or film. Oh, man. I love the when she performed Bad Girl on SNL. Yeah, That was of course. perfect. Fight the real enemy. Yes, fight the real enemy. It's Joey Betafuco. <laughs> I, I love Lo Que Siente La Mujer from yeah. Drum World Tour. It's gorgeous. That's okay. one of my favorite, favorite performances. I love Fever from... A girly show. Um, oh, I love um, Justify My Love from Girly Show. Yeah, it's so good. In those outfits. How many is that? Four. Oh, damn. 
Uh, like a virgin from Blonde Ambition, of course. Yep. Is yeah. Epic and iconic and forever will be. And um, you can add a bonus one if and you want. Also, un- unapologetic. <laughs> yeah, you can add a bonus, a bonus. Oh bonus yeah, line. unapologetic yeah, yeah. bitch. When, if, you go on when stage. Stefan was on stage yeah. in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, oh, do you have a favorite Madonna look? So, like, it can be like a look from a video, a look from a tour, a personal look. You know? Right. Right. I love her. I love her look during um, the whole erotica period. Mm-hmm. I love that little the, the gold tooth. The <laughs> no, not necessarily the gold tooth. <laughs> I love the, the what she wears to the sex sex book uh, opening to the oh, premiere. The, the, to the, it was like the Heidi. Yeah. Oh, yes, like, yes. Oh my god! She was, had the stuffed lamb. Yes, yes, it was, yes. yes. Uh, when I saw that, I'm like, well, she looks like she's on crack, and she had no eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. I, she shaved her eyebrows, it. and she was really happy about it. Too. Yeah, 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 but she can do that. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I am a, one of my favorite looks was always the goth Donna look from when she did the Truth or Dare premiere party where it was like oh, the slick, yes. slick jet and the like smoky eye when yes. she was on MTV blowing the bubbles with Kid and Play yeah. and like Nikki and Donna like Kurt, Kurt, Truth or Dare, Truth or Dare, 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 Dare. You want to fuck us? Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like oh my god, it's so. Fun. I always get a lot of shit for liking the Vanity Fair uh, Stephen Mizell spread where she's. Done oh, up like a little girl, oh, yes. a little on the oh, playground. Yes. That's it's or kinda, the little floaty, yes. Right? Or like the the where she's hugging the whale, and yes. she's got the little heart shaped cutout of her That's ass. A really great it, look. It's super dirty. But years later, I was working on a mood board, and we were, uh, you know, referencing old Playboys, and all of those looks came from Playboy in the late Shit. '60s. I'm like, oh, totally, Madonna. Yeah, how <laughs> could you? <laughs> I mean, I've, she's honestly. There are some. I want some more iconic photo shoots yeah. like that. Like I do too. she hasn't. I mean, the Madame yeah. X one that she did was very refined and this mm, that. But I'd still yeah. love like when she used to just appear in magazines and have all of those. Yeah. Do we think there's going to be a tour book? Oh, I think there's a book at the pop-up shop, but I don't know what. I didn't look through it's it. It's not you see a tour that? book, though. Oh, it's just a photo book. Like yeah, a, I don't yeah, think. But I'm like, I'm assuming it'll be at the venues. Yeah. I'm buying the tour book. That's all. Yeah. I, that's all I, I have left. Tony's, right? Tony's he's, he's scrimped in, uh, up his bus fare so he could afford a little bit of the tour book. That's it. But otherwise, Madame X has robbed us blind. But you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. I love. I lo- I've loved the lead up to the tour. I'm so excited to see her this week. Um, can't wait. It's very exciting. Yes, we're we're going on uh, on Thursday. Thursday. So oh, we, this uh, Thursday. Yeah, she yeah. opens on Tuesday, and then she Tuesday. has another. She's doing back to back shows. I don't know if you can take she it two nights in a row. You know, I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm playing stadiums. Or what did she say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, Guillermo. We just wanted to thank you for taking the time to come and be a guest on our show today. This was a lot of fun. I hope you had a lot of fun talking about Madonna. All I, I can say is it didn't happen soon enough. <laughs> the Madonna makes the people come together. It's yeah, true. Big believer of that. It's very, very true. And um, thank you guys. So we're, much. I'm excited to hear what new experience you have with Madonna at the Madame X show. Like yes. if she's gonna bring you up on front row or but I'm assuming like all those seats have got to be really decent in oh, the Wilton yeah. yeah, you know like they, small venue, it's, yeah. it's I know, yeah. I'm like I'm uh, the second show I see I'm like balcony second row and I'm like that's still going to be amazing you yeah. know like it's still going to oh, be yeah. super close 100% unlike yeah. Tony but Tony has a he has the second to last row on the <gasps> upper balcony. So that is probably going to be not the best. But it is currently on sale at Ticketmaster <laughs> if you would like to take a crack at it. But you never know. Maybe now, 
you know, like <laughs> maybe someone of her people will come and move you down. Right. And either way, I'm going to be there and I'm going to enjoy it unless I sell the ticket and the lucky recipient will have the <laughs> night of their lives. <laughs> Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for joining us today for uh, another fun-filled episode of the MLVC podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Look for us on Instagram. Look for us on Instagram at MLVC Podcast. Also, MLVCPodcast.com. Send us an email if you have any questions or comments or you just want to shoot say the hi. shit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and we'll see you guys soon. Take care. Bye.